Hey everybody, welcome back to Stuff You Don't Need to Know. This is Jay, and yes, once again, we are talking Runaways. So this is part two of the second season. We're looking at episodes four, five, and six. Uh, You know, I did one a week or two ago about the first three episodes. Of course, all these episodes are going to be filled with spoilers when we're talking about season two of The Runaways. So like I said, episodes four, five, and six... Old school, rock bottom, and bury another. So when we last left Alex and the gang, Topher was on the scene. Topher shows up. And right off the bat, absolutely nobody trusts him except for Molly. Uh, Reason being is because his eyes glow just like Molly. Uh, He saw what Molly could do when she went out acting as a visual ante. Uh, and a little bit later on, you know, he really kind of plays up to Molly. I mean, they're both Hispanic. They both have the glowing eyes, which would, you know, give the indication they have similar powers. Uh, you know, and Topher kind of insinuates or, or suggests that they might be family in some way. You know, cousins, uh, maybe a long-lost brother and sister. Who knows? You know, Molly really doesn't know that much about her family. <clears throat> and I think that Topher really picks up on this and he really plays it. I mean... We really see Topher as a player here, and kind of similar in the comics. You know, in the comics, Topher in the comics was the exact same thing. Uh, He was a total player. He really went around from member to member, especially the females, especially the ladies. He really went around, and he kind of played on their thoughts and feelings, their insecurities and whatnot. Um, and he was really in the comics trying to kind of break this ta- this team down from from the inside. Uh, here, we're not really sure what his motivation is. I mean, clearly he wants to hang out with them. He wants to be part of them. But, you know, he even says it himself. Why? Why would he want to do that? You know, he's living very comfortable on the streets. He seems to kind of have everything wired. <clears throat> you know, we see scenes of him uh, going out and kind of going dumpster diving, I guess is the best way to put at it. But, you know, sort of like he said, like he knows, he knows, you know, when certain stores, when they throw out the foods that have expired by a day um, and whatnot. So it seems like he kind of has the whole living on the streets, living on his own things wired down. You know, and he really says to them, you know, because they don't want to take him in except for Molly. He really says to them, like, look, I know who you kids are. You know, I could easily turn on you. I could turn you in. I'm not going to do that. He just wants to stay with them. And it's not really clear why he wants to do that. I mean, it's obvious because Molly has similar powers to him. But here's the difference. Uh, We see in season one that when the Hernandez's when their lab is destroyed uh, when it's actually bombed uh, by Leslie Leslie Dean is the one that that does it all the rocks that they found at the dig site kind of it kind of merges with Molly is it because of her close proximity is it because of the explosion is it because of her age is it some sort of makeup in her we're not really sure but we see with Topher Topher actually seems to have those rocks ground up and he rubs it on his skin, absorbs it, and it's like a drug. And Nico is the one that notices it. She notices him doing this, but she doesn't say anything at first. Uh, we then see that she kind of tries to cozy up to him a bit because, you know, look, the runaways, they need a plan. They want to get in on that dig site. They want to see what's going on there. They want to put a stop to it because they know whatever's at the bottom of that dig site, whatever it is, it's going to cause catastrophe, not just California-wide, perhaps even planet-wide, a planet-wide disaster. So they want to put a stop to it. 
So Alex determines that the best way to do it is, with all the security around there, he'll need to hack into it, which means he'll need his supercomputer from the old school that these guys used to go to. So he actually says, look, Topher might actually come in handy here because he seems to know his way around. Uh, And if these kids show up at the school where they used to go, obviously they'll be recognized, their parents will be called and everything. You know, the jig is up. So he pretty much enlists Topher's help to go back to the academy where they went to school to get the computer. You know, he pretty much tells them where it is. While this is happening, the Yorkses, they seem to have developed a serum that they believe can kill Jonah based on the uh, mind-wiping formula that he had given them because they see that it's actually sort of composed of his DNA. So they come up with a solution that they, or a chemical, that they think will be able to destroy whatever it is that Jonah is. Because, you know, at this point, nobody's really sure who or what Jonah really is. So they are at the dig site. They use a, a drone. They go down there. They get a sample of it. While they're testing out their solution on the, uh, on the sample that they get, um, they realize that it works. It, it, it's causing necrosis in whatever tissue it is that they picked up down there. No sooner than they do that, than another earthquake begins to come. So, really, I guess what we're looking at here is, you know, whatever is living down in that crater, and we're going to find out in a minute because Carolina did sneak away to meet with Jonah, and Jonah does want to show her what's down there. You know, whatever it is, you know, it's a living, breathing thing. And when it's harmed, these earthquakes begin. So, I don't know. I think everybody's really in for it. Uh, This is going to really kind of lead to a big showdown. But we do find out what's down in the hole because Carolina does sneak away. She tells Nico that, look, we need money. And, you know, I can go on Hollywood Boulevard. I could be one of those people that poses with the tourists. I'll be a Disney princess and, uh, you know, I'll earn us some money. No problem at all. She really sneaks away to meet Jonah. And it's really interesting because Jonah, you know, in these three episodes, we see many, many sides of Jonah. I mean, when he's with Carolina, he's really actually kind of the loving caring parent um you know he's willing to give her money willing to help her out but carolina knows she's like look i barely trust you i'm really here because i want to learn more about myself who i am what i am that's it i don't want anything else from you they go to the dig site they see the yorks is fleeing so jonah kind of knows all right they're mucking around there But he and Carolina descend down there, and he tells her that this is his ship. Not only is it his ship that is down there, it's containing beings just like he and Carolina. In fact, he goes so far as to say that, you know you know, it's family, you know, he's like, Carolina, I'd like you to meet your brother, because when she places her hand upon, you know, the ship, uh, we see the outline of a being underneath kind of reaching back towards her, so that's really what it is, Jonah eventually goes to the pride, because look, it becomes quite clear that the pride want to do him in, um, you know, the Minaroos are actually, uh, Mr. Minaru actually goes over there because he has a plan. He has an idea. Uh, he found the bracelet that Carolina discarded, the one that kind of nullifies her powers. You know, he put two and two together. He's a smart guy. He actually develops a wide-range sort of nullification field. He sets it up in Jonah's office. When Jonah comes in, he activates it, and it really does cause some harm to Jonah. Uh, He's powerless, and we actually see him begin to sort of die 
in a way. I mean, the necrosis that he has, it begins to start to spread. Uh, and if it isn't for a lucky intervention by some church members that really want to get in with Jonah, getting good with Jonah, you know, uh, Robert would have gotten away with it. You know, he was really trying to harm Jonah to, you know, just really put a stop to him. So I think the pride realizes that Jonah can be hurt, you know, either through the solution that the Yorks have made or through the technology that Robert has developed. So Jonah finally kind of comes clean to them in a way. Uh, he drops Robert's unconscious body back off to them and he says to them, look, here's the deal. I'm an alien. I've been here for thousands of years. My ship crashed. That's what's at the bottom of the crater. You're going to help me unearth it. You're going to help me rebuild it. And I'm getting off this godforsaken rock. You know, I'm going to take off. I'm going to leave. But because I'm a, such a nice guy, I'm going to leave you the Gaborim. The, the Gaborim is the textbook or the text that they use in all their rituals. The one that um, Chase's mom is trying to decipher. You know, he's like, look, it'll give you such knowledge and such technology. You'll be able to help the world. Help me get off this planet and I'll give you this. They are very concerned, though, because uh, it's been discovered that the engines or the, the, the drive that powers his ship is an anti-gravity engine or drive. Whatever it is, it's not good for us. This is what's going to cause all that devastation that was predicted by the Hernandezes. Um, if this ship does manage to power back on and activate itself to fly away... Uh, we're talking global destruction. So this is really where the pride is with all that. What's going on with the kids? Like I said, they're running around. Topher's trying to help them out. They show up to the academy where they used to go. They break in or Topher breaks in. No sooner does he break in than the earthquake caused by the Yorks starts up. So there's an earthquake drill. All the kids have to come out. So the rest of the runaways figure this is their chance to sneak back in. They sneak back in to try to find it. Uh, Gert heads down to the nurse's office, hoping that there's nobody there so she can finally grab her medication because Gert is at her wit's end. She's been off her anxiety meds for who knows how long, and she's really starting to lose it. Um, she gets caught by the nurse, and the nurse starts to phone it in. She phones the parents. So Gert runs to tell them that, you know, look, we only got limited time. We got to get out of here. Uh, you know, they try to break in, but... They're unsuccessful, but as they come out, there's Topher. He's got it. No problem. No questions asked. Um, while they're driving over there to pull this big caper off, Nico kind of cozies up to him a bit, uh, saying, you know, yeah, maybe I... I, I Maybe I, I didn't figure you right, and, you know, he starts to talk to her about Wicca. You know, he's very knowledgeable about it, and this is kind of a throwback or a callback to Topher in the comics, because that's what Topher would do. He would definitely go around to all the women in the group and kind of find out their likes or their vulnerabilities, and he was able to discuss it. So with Nico, he talks about Wicca with her, which seems to kind of warm her up, but really slide a hand here you know she finds a little vial that he has you know he comes clean he tells her like look this is what happened you know my family threw me out i really don't want to go into it but they threw me out so i started living on the street uh i came across in one of this dumpsters like a terrarium and it had these strange glowing rocks in them and as soon as i touched it i felt this power so i ground it down and i use it okay this is what it is but I'm kind of at the end, so it doesn't matter anyway. 
Molly, of course, feels bad for him, tells him about the dig site. Next day, there goes Topher. He's got to get these rocks. He's addicted to it. It's like a drug to him. So there's a big show down there at the, at the dig site. You know, they go down. He's already gone. They track him down. He goes back to his family, and we find out the truth. Topher was actually a security guard at the lab where the Hernandezes were. Uh, he saw the disaster. He, it's kind of insinuated or hinted at that he might have let Leslie sneak by to get in to plant the bomb, not knowing, of course. Um, you know, and he's horrified by it. And, but this is when he first comes into contact with the rocks. So that's all he wanted. He just wants to get back into his family. But his family's like, no, ever since you came in contact with those rocks and you've been using that powder... You're a different person. You're crazy. You're crazy with power. A showdown ensues, and Topher ends up getting hurt. He, you know, he apologizes to all of them, but they pretty much leave him. You know, his, I don't know if it's his mother, his sister, whoever it is, just tells them to go, and you know that Topher is going to be okay. Um, Molly apologizes for it, you know, and and everybody kind of forgives her. But while this is happening, Gert decides to check herself into an emergency room. Um, she places a call to her parent, which is actually really um, Chase's mom, Janet. Janet comes, is able to sign her out, is able to sign out meds for her, but that comes to a reunion between her and Chase. Chase is very, very upset by it. He didn't want this. He didn't want to see his mother. And he didn't like the fact that Gert kind of set him up like that. You know, but his mom tells him that, look, you know, no matter what, just understand that Jonah right now is very weak and he's looking for a sacrifice. You know, you know, Victor, his father has kind of built him a new chamber and she's just worried that Jonah's going to grab one of the kids. He might even grab Chase and use him as a sacrifice to kind of repower himself. But that's not who he grabs. No, he grabs Jeffrey Wilder. Um, the kids come by, you know, they, they learn about this, they learn about the sacrifice, they're like, no, we got to put a stop to this, uh, we can't have, you know, any more blood on our hands, you know, caused by us or by our parents, they show down, they go down there to put a stop to it, uh, they actually do put a stop to it, they sort of rescue Alex's dad, but Alex kind of has him chained up and pretty much tells him at the end of the episode, you're going to answer my questions now. Uh, so that's a little bit of a cliffhanger that we have is that, you know, Jeffrey is now the prisoner of Alex. Alex wants information from him. But we get another cliffhanger here. And the cliffhanger is this. Is Carolina sneaks out not only to meet Jonah, but she sneaks out to meet, to, to meet Leslie. She wants to know, you know, how did Leslie get involved with Jonah? You know, what's all this about? You know, Leslie's trying to tell her, you know, you can't trust him. Stay away from him. Uh, she gives her some advice, you know, and she admits, she admits to the fact that Jonah was the one that killed Amy, you know, because all along, you know, people were trying to wonder, you know, who was it that killed Amy? And it turns out that it was Jonah. Carolina comes back. Uh, things were a little rough between her and Nico, but they seem to have patched it up. Uh, and she tells her. You know, she tells her, you know, I've really struggled with this. I don't know if I should tell you, but it was Jonah that killed Amy. And that's where we leave it. Uh, we see, you know, this news really devastates Nico. Uh, she almost looks like she goes kind of stone cold. 
And the reason I'm saying that is, you know, we've seen from the trailer for season two, we see that Nico does power up. She does get to the next level. It almost looks like as if she's going to start wielding some dark magic. You know, is this the trigger? Uh, I think it's kind of been building up because we've seen sort of her attitude over these first six episodes, you know, excuse me, losing her patience very easily and just kind of something building up inside of her is this the breaking point when she finds out that it's Jonah you know that that killed Amy I definitely think so or it's it's the beginning of you know her going down sort of that dark path alrighty so that's episodes 4, 5, and 6 of The Runaways again I'm really loving this show I love the first season I love the setup of it and now we're getting the action that we all wanted in the first season we're now getting it in the second season I mean showdowns are building up uh, between the pride and Jonah between the runaways and the pride the runaways and Jonah <laughs> Jonah and everybody uh, it's looking looking really good now like I said uh, pretty much as I report on these episodes I've watched them so I've done with the first six episodes. We have seven more to go. I have not started any of them yet. I will be, so next week I can talk about them. But I did hear of something with ex- the extended universe, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, or this Marvel TV extended universe. Uh, something or someone might be coming. That would be pretty interesting. I'll keep a lookout for it. Uh, I try to avoid spoilers. Uh, when it comes to this stuff, so I have no idea what they're about to face, but like I said, a big showdown is happening uh, between three parties, and I just can't wait for it. Guys, thanks for listening. As always, head on over to www.brothersinarmchairs.com. That'll link you up to every single podcast in the Brothers in Armchairs network. Stuff you don't need to know. Enter the Nerd Zone, Nerd and Me, Defender of the Realm, Fat Guys in Little Coats, This is Jay, and I will talk to you guys later.